What is happening, everyone? This is Tyler Pybram from Five Tool Productions, and this is the Create Smarter Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. And today's guest, we've got an awesome one. It's Matt Curie of Pool Pals, Inc. We dive into how we started it, how we grew it, some of the pain points, letting go, and really what the future holds. So you won't want to miss it. Stick around. It starts right now. Welcome in, Matt. Matt, what's happening, my friend? How you doing? How are you, Tyler? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Awesome. <laughs> Good to hear. So, folks that don't know you, give me yes. give me a little background. Tell me about Pool Pals. What is Pool Pals? So, Pool Pals is a uh, somewhat uh, small uh, to medium-sized swimming pool service company. Uh, we're based out of Franklin, Mass. Uh, we service about a 20-mile radius all around uh, Franklin, Rentham, Norfolk. We'll go as far east slash north as Cohasset. Uh, we have a couple of accounts in Weston. We'll go as far down south as Seekonk. Uh, but the main territory for us is Rentham, Franklin, and Norfolk. That's where kind of 60% of our clientele will say all our work is. Uh, but we kind of travel a little bit. The uh, services we provide, we'll open the pool, we'll close the pool, we'll maintain it all summer long, we'll install safety covers, pool liners, we'll replace pumps, filters. Uh, you name you know. it, you do everything when it comes to the pool almost. Yeah. Well, almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. Yes, we do not have a retail front. Gotcha. Uh, we have um, we do not have our hands in the in the retail aspect of the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will uh, not install a swimming pool. That's another. I uh, learned that firsthand. You yes. won't install a swimming pool. Yes, <laughs> you did, didn't you? Yes, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we'll talk about that on a different one. <laughs> there now. you go. Exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, no retail, no no installation. Uh, it, it basically, to sum up, what we do is we do swimming pool service. There's three aspects of the pool industry. That's the install installation the retail and the service we're uh we're mainly service very cool how, yeah. how long have you guys been around for we are going to begin our 17th summer no way yeah really Seven, 17 years this will be a 17th uh, year in business awesome. uh yeah we started in uh 2003 uh and uh to, the summer of 2003 was our first summer so when you do the simple math this coming yeah. up is is going to be the 17th summer in business uh and uh, I was 20 years old when I started it, so I kind of started young, uh, got very lucky, and uh, you know was able to kind of make it grow. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So yeah. let's talk about that. I mean, sure. Please. Did you, you know, you start when you're 20. Right. When you're growing up as a kid, you don't say, I'm going to grow up, I'm going to own, you know, a, a pool cleaning company, right? That's not, Correct. so how'd that happen? How'd it kind of come to fruition? Great question. Yeah. And it's not that interesting, but here's my story. Ah, everybody's got a story, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's mine. Uh, I was going to school for business. Okay. I just kind of stumbled into, um, uh, you know, the, the business, we'll say, uh, path uh, when it came to, 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 to college, because I had no idea where I was going. I was taking very general courses. I had no idea what I was, was, was going to do, what I wanted to do. And, and uh, I accidentally took this entrepreneurship class, believe it or not. And uh, the first five minutes, I was like, oh, wow, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. I, you know, I, cool. I had no idea uh, uh, what I, was, I wanted to do. And, and just hearing this guy talk for five minutes, which was a, was a teacher, Mr. Betlick, um, what he was saying was exactly what I was looking for without me even realizing it. 
So at the same time as I was going to school for business, uh, I was dating a girl, uh, Becky Besso, whose father, Mike Besso, runs Central Pools in Framingham. As gotcha. that's how. That's, that's how, how. Okay. Yep. Yep. Makes so sense. Okay. Her father runs and still does, and he's been in the industry for forty years now, uh, probably forty-five, close to forty-five. Uh, uh, and I was, like I said, I was dating her. Put the two together. One night, I asked Mike, "Hey, uh, you know, Mike, the the first college summers uh, is coming up." Uh, you know, I'm, I'm about to make it through my first uh, uh, year of college and I got a whole summer off. I want to do something and I want to do something more than just work at McDonald's or get a part time job. And, yeah. You know, and any of summer jobs off. when you're a college kid, you could take them anywhere. Right? You could. So, absolutely. Whoever gotcha. will take you. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to do a little something more. I wanted to, you know, utilize that time best I could. So I asked Mike, hey, would it be a good idea to pass out some flyers and go vacuum some pools, um, uh, you know, during the summer that I'm, that I'm going to have, you know, a good solid three months available? And uh, he said, yeah, absolutely. No hesitation. Uh, you know, he had no concern whatsoever for himself. If it was going to be an inconvenience for him. Awesome. Uh, he was just like, absolutely. Whatever you need, I'll help you with. So um, did a little homework. And, uh, you know, I had Mike on the phone whenever I needed some help. That, that, um, that uh, I believe it was like April or May, I, uh, we sent out a bunch of flyers. Uh, that first summer, 12 people ended up calling us back. Believe it or not, we had that many that first year. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. Uh, which nine of those 12 customers, 17 years later, we still service. Do you really? Day. Yeah, nine out of oh, 12. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, one lady moved. Uh, another, uh, I think the other two passed away, unfortunately. We probably still have them if they didn't move and, and, uh, or pass away. So first year, we got 12 uh, people who called us, um, and we treated each one like they were gold uh, and, you know, really took good care of them and went back to school, closed them all up, went back to school that year. And then the following year, did my flyers thing again, passed out some flyers. Or I should say I mailed the flyers, uh, you know. Um, but you, you were boots on the ground, though, right? Boots on the <laughs> ground, though, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I went to every single town hall and spent like an hour, an hour and a half at every single town hall and wrote down every single uh, address that had a pull a permit to install a swimming pool in their backyard. So we could do direct marketing as opposed to just send a flyer to every single person in every town, which would be a huge waste of time and effort. And, and money. money. And money, a tremendous amount of money because people getting a flyer for a swimming pool service company that don't even have a swimming pool nor <laughs> even interested in getting one. So we were able to send a flyer to only the people that had swimming pools in their backyard. So it was huge. And we, and we still could if we needed to, which we'll probably get to, uh, we could still practice that uh, marketing strategy uh, uh, today because uh, it still would work. That's now awesome. it'll take five minutes at the town hall instead of an hour and a half because it's all computerized <laughs> up till like 2008. You, you can just go give a call it. and you can figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I just need a list of everyone who pulled a permit to install a pool in their backyard and they push a button and then, you know, here's a pile of paper. That's Before wild. they were all in binders, all handwritten in binders. And I'd have to, they'd <laughs> no say, yeah, hey, take the binder, go in the conference room. And I would, I would, I wrote them all down. But again, young, ambitious, driven. That was like, uh, you know, that wasn't work. <laughs> at the, it didn't, didn't feel like work at the time, you know? That's um, awesome. Right, yeah. So anyway, uh, we, we, so we got the, the, uh, the information, uh, sent out the flyers, uh, went back to school after that first summer. 
Mm-hmm. So now we are in 2004, uh, May of 2004, sent out another um, uh, wave of flyers. And uh, th- that tw- those 12 customers we, we kept, you know, to, to, the, to that year. Uh, and then it grew to about 42 customers, uh, literally more than tripling, uh, you know, the, the, the customers by the end of the summer of 2004. By the end of so, our so you mentioned, year. I mean, you, you don't just, no one just jumps, triples the amount of customers. How'd that happen? I mean, did Very you just rarely. continue to do out more outreach or was it kind of just word of mouth? Like, I know this guy yep. that can clean pools or this, yep. his, com- how did it work? So a few things. Number one, two, two of the main things that we were just extremely very lucky about and completely blindly stumbled in uh, when the general look of my life is the area that we're located in. Our, the Franklin, Rentham, Norfolk, Mansfield, Medway, very um, strong towns uh, for service uh, in general. Never mind uh, the industry that we were in. Uh, So location, again, just dumb luck Mm -hmm. is location. Sometimes that happens, right? You just fall into that. Right. If we were 100 miles out west uh, in in Springfield where um, there may be some pools there, but a lot of people do it themselves, Mm -hmm. um, we would have been cooked. Uh, there's no way we would be where we were today if we were just, you know, even 50 miles out west, you know. Um, so it was location. The second thing is the industry. Um, the industry that we're, uh, we're in with the, with the swimming pools, not even including spas, but strictly swimming pools and 99% of them being residential swimming pools. Uh, we have, you know, a few commercial accounts, but uh, the 99% that we have residential uh, the industry that we are in is uh, even here in New England, where it's extremely seasonal, as you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a very short season. Um, is it, just a, such a strong industry for the service end of it. Uh, retail is starting to diminish. Um, installs are starting to flourish because uh, every year, every town has a brand new neighborhood, uh, you know, every month being installed in. And these neighborhoods are not uh, little ranches anymore. They're usually, you know, 800,000 plus. Mm-hmm. And with that uh, market of people, they usually have the income to get a nice a person that's pool, spe- right? In other words, a person that's spending 800 grand on a home yep. isn't going to be cleaning their pools themselves. They're not scrubbing right. the sides, right? The chances are they're going to probably get a pool eventually. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. exactly. Yep. So it's been constantly growing, uh, you know, drastically since I've been in the industry, but well before, and it's going to be well after. Uh, as long as we don't go through a huge depression, mm-hmm. which actually, a quick point, in 2008 when the I was going to say you mentioned kind of depression. How do things, yep. you know, there's got to be ebbs and flows, obviously, but. So retail hurt, installation hurt drastically. Remember how I said there were three aspects of the pool industry. Uh, service only flourished, and you can talk to every really? other pool guy, and really? I'll tell you why. Nobody was going on vacations. If they had a swimming Everyone's pool in their backyard, home. they're using it and bringing everybody over. There you go. That's what their vacation. No, that's where their extra kidding. money. Well, very little there they had w- w- where it was going. Uh, you know, that's where um, they would they would invest it in the swimming pool in their backyard. And again, they're not going to not open it if it's back there. They're going to take yeah. the cover off. No, no one's. Now, it's not you know California from 1970 when they turned it into you know. Skate parks, sure. Right? Now it's a different mindset, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, especially with all the liner pools. You can't oh yeah, do that. Exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know how we got off on this, but uh, but but the, yeah. the ebbs and flows of yeah. But that's interesting how it did flourish in 2008 when pretty much everybody else is kind of struggling. Correct. You guys kind of saw a, a different way about that. That's 
Yeah, kind it, of wild. It's, and again, just dumb luck. Uh, something like that. You just, uh, you know, it, it, it just it worked out. You know, it worked. We, I, I was, I was dreading the worst. Uh, I was like, oh man, that we had a great five years. This is gonna stink. Uh, and uh, by the end of 2008, I was like, wow, those numbers are way better than I ever expected. Um, That's cool. And we not only survived, but we flourished. Uh, so um, that was, you know, that was, a, that was a pleasant surprise. And then, you know, we've just, you know, have taken off since then. Um, but going back to the third year uh, in, in business, I actually never even ended up going back to school to finish. Really? Uh, yeah, the, the 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 company just just took off, and I just there was no way I could do both at uh, by year three and no all. No way. Yeah, we went from forty two to one hundred and thirty something wow. by a third year. So again, more than tripling what we had. So oh, that's the way we were going. So the location. <laughs> well, we just go off on tangents. That's cool. So it's perfectly <laughs> as long as, long as all the listeners it comes can keep back, up, right? <laughs> as long as they can keep up. So that's that's what it was. You were asked how, how what, you know did you do any marketing or anything like that. So it was location, the industry that we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the third thing that we might, you know, I'll take a little credit myself personally, but um, I think the, the third major reason why uh, our numbers were uh, grew so strongly was we were offering a lot of the services that most pool companies uh, weren't. For whatever reason, they didn't want to do it. They didn't think it was profitable. They underestimated it. We, we were, we were as we grew in the industry, I met all different new customers and all different other pool companies they were using. Uh, I would hear things, and and they would. I remember them always saying, "Yeah, they they don't do the weekly cleanings, or they don't they don't do the maintenance, or they won't. They do, do this, this one thing, do but that. they don't do that. They do this right. really well, but not this. Right? They'll open the pool, they take the cover off, and then they're out of there. They won't." You know, go the extra mile uh, to to you know vacuum it or do a follow up visit, and so I took that little niche, if that's what you want to call it, and mm-hmm. I kind of uh, made it our own. And I a was able full to- service service portion from the pool. That's very cool. Yeah. So one thing I right. want to ask you about is, yeah. you, you mentioned you know 130 pools, kind of after only a couple of years, yeah. right? So yeah. when, you, year. when yeah. you get up to year three, when you can't, you're not cleaning 130 pools by yourself. No. Talk about the, the, the hiring portion, so, especially start yeah. getting started when you say, okay, oh, crap, yep. I can't do this by myself. I got to start hiring people. I got to start bringing people. I got to start bringing other kids in college, some of my buddies. Yep. How, how does that kind of roll? Yeah. So originally, the first few months, actually, I should mention his name, uh, Tyler Lang. Do you know Tyler? I feel like I've met Real him. Real tall kid. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So he, a buddy of mine from uh, from high school. Um I approached him with the idea to ask him, uh, you know, if if he wanted to come on a partner with me and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do this thing together. So the first couple of months, I, I wasn't alone. I had Tyler. But then he took a scholarship to basketball, and he had to cut out, like, July, August-ish uh, of that first year. So I had the rest of the summer alone. And then it just – we went our separate ways, and I decided to, to still pursue it year two and uh, did that basically by myself as well. I might have had a couple of buddies help me here and there when I needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the main second year mainly was myself uh, alone, and that creeped into the third year. But by then, uh, you know, there was only so much of me to go around. So that's when I started. Yep, a couple of friends from high school to answer your question. Um, my cousin's husband, uh, David, uh, he was one of our first main uh, employees. Um, and then Justin, uh, who you know very well. Awesome. So you just kind of just <laughs> grab where you can. Like, okay, 
Yeah, it, well, it, that's how it worked out. I never had to yeah. go down the traditional route of here's an application, fill it out, and come sit down for a job interview. I've awesome. always kind of kept it close, uh, mm-hmm. which has been very good uh, uh, for the most part, but there have also been a that's lot of cons. That's also going to be, I was going to say, sometimes that's tough, though, too. Yeah. And a lot of cons that know, come with that. Yeah, there's <laughs> things that, you know, everyone, people say, don't work with friends, right, or don't work with family, right? Sometimes there's pros and cons to both sides of that. That's it. There, There is. And, and, and looking back at the last seven years, I'd say the the, um, the pros have definitely outweighed the cons. Um, awesome. But going back to Justin, when Justin came on, uh, in combination of the, of the workload we were we were getting with our steady growth, that's when start, that's when we kind of hit a whole nother level. That's when things started to really take off because uh, Justin, being as competent as he is, I was able to let go of a lot more. Therefore, um, it wasn't me as the culprit that was suffocating the company. Uh, so I, I've got to ask you that before you dive into yeah. that, how do you do that? How do you let go? I mean, especially it's yours. This is your yeah, baby. You've grown baby. it from your, you know, <laughs> when you're 20, you're a kid right. when you're starting this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a totally different mindset. And you say, yeah. okay, I can't have my hand on all of this. How right. do you internally let go a little bit? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I, I struggled with it. I did. I, it was not easy for me. I mean, I remember I, I wouldn't let anybody put in, uh, when, when you winterize a swimming pool, it's, it, there's a lot of liability. You got to make sure everything's 100% secure and good. And uh, there's several plugs on every pool that you have to make sure they are in securely. There were, there, were, there were times where they would get it prepped for me, but I would be installing every single one of those plugs. That's how bad I was. But then, I, and, and thankfully, Justin and, and a, an old friend, Sean, they kind of almost physically forced me to step back and let them do it until I got used to it and I just got more and more comfortable with it. I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, it, it doesn't have to be me every time. I struggled with it. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking it, back. It's I'm yours, of it, you actually. know, but, but, but yes. you think about it, you say, okay, yeah. <laughs> no one can do this as good as me. Right. Uh, but of course you, you train, you develop them. You hope that they can kind of fill your shoes, right? <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah. And uh, I don't mean to come off like I, uh, you know, too big oh, headed no, here. No, no, like no. I, uh, <laughs> but everybody does it. It's okay, just, it's right, natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think right now, I think yeah. I don't want someone editing the video that I put together because see, that's uh, that's mine. I want to tell that story, exactly. right? It's just, it's yours. You have that kind of feeling. That's it. But yeah. at the same point, don't you also, do you, as kind of an owner and overseeing kind of all these other people, do you kind of take pride in the fact that other people, you're seeing them grow professionally and see, oh, yeah. you've got to see that. I mean, that's kind of the fun part, right? Uh, like oh, not yeah, only are you servicing time. people, but you're seeing someone that might've started you, with you when they were 20 oh, and yeah. now they're starting to grow and they're, you're starting to see them kind of walk uh, as well. A thousand percent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, it, it is pretty surreal. It is. Yeah. That's and awesome. it's, um, and it's nice that the, the company is able to grow steadily with all of us in order to support them as well. Uh, you know, it's, you know, the, the, if the numbers are strong, that means that the, uh, you know, more in the payroll budget can be put into, to, you know, to make everything kind of balance out and, and awesome. you know, put the money where it should be spent well, <laughs> we'll awesome. say. Yeah. So, so that's nice too. That was kind of where I was going with, you know, money yeah. being spent well, yep. you know, knowing when to buy new, whether it's new trucks, new equipment, yep. things like that. You're an interesting case because you're seasonal. Extreme. Right. So yeah. it's different. It's not like something breaks tomorrow. I got to go buy you, you, right. seasonal. You kind of say, okay, can I make it through another right. two months? Can I make it through another <laughs> month and we'll replace it all coming to the start of next year? Yep. How, how sure. do you, you know, knowing that your business continues to grow, it seems year yep. after year with the hiring portion, 
how do you get ready for the next season and say, do I got to scale up and hire more people? Because you don't necessarily know until, don't. say, come, come May even, right? Like, well, yeah, until all the openings are – Right. The, oh, I have to wait for hundreds of people to call me and, and confirm the openings and everything until I, I figure out, okay, here's the schedule for this current year, and, okay, we're going to need X amount of staff members in order to handle that. So mm-hmm. it is kind of um, – you know, a, a tricky thing to do. Uh, luckily, though, I've been able to evolve into that position, mm-hmm. meaning I, um, it, it wasn't hundreds of people the first year. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I was able to kind of grow and 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 make my mistakes and come figure out solutions for those mistakes as you know as the years went. So I was able to kind of grow with it, and uh, it, which made it a tremendously uh, uh, tremendously uh, easier. But um, yeah, still to this day, I don't know. I ha- I can kind of foresee and project what to expect. Hey, you've been doing it, you yeah, know, seventeen years. It's so been, right, so yeah. you kind of know. All right, a little bit of growth. I got to hire yep. and train and things of that nature, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the trucks. That's a simple thing. Uh, you know, I, I know how many trucks we're going to need at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, staff members. That's the other thing too with the staff members. How do we know that all of them are going to be coming back? Next that, year? That's what I was going to say. Yep. That that's the other portion of it. The seasonality part yes. well, for you guys in particular is it is really interesting. Is it? It's, <laughs> I mean, it, you can yeah. only imagine like okay, your day to day stuff, but then yeah. like okay. It's summer's over, guys. Right. Things, things kind of change up. So it's hard to hold on to competent, good help. Uh, you know, and that's what I meant by the the payroll uh, yeah. category. You got to make sure that um, they're paid well during the season, uh, comfortable during the season, and then uh, with unemployment or each one of them has their own little side gigs uh, for under the table money. Um, to survive the winter. And then, you know, what's nice is they know that no matter what, April 1st, they're coming back and it's secure for the next solid seven months after that. No, you're going to so, be busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Busy. Overtime is cuckoo bucks. Because <laughs> yeah. we do so much overtime, especially in the month of May and June. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Everybody's you know? opening. And then you get people like me calling you saying, yeah. hey, <laughs> I know I'm late right now. Can you guys open the pool up in two weeks? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sweet, <laughs> we sweet Tyler. Thanks for calling yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a handful of those. Sure. Um, That's fun. But yeah, yeah, it's um, just got to play that game. You just got to figure it out. That's what. Do, yeah. do you... Coming into this season, what do you get nervous about? Is there anything in particular that you get kind of, or even get amped up for? You know, do you have, because you have so much downtime. So much. Right? You know, you get your winter off, you get, and then all of a sudden spring hits. When do you start getting kind of that fever that you're ready, you're getting anxious? It's a good question. I, and and it, it, I, I figured by now I would have had it, uh, I would have been used to it by now, or I've been able to figure out a way to shake it off. But I'm still, um, still have that agita. That uh, that's the right word. Still, that's have that a uneasy that's a point. That's a five point word. Yeah, right yeah you like that one. <laughs> Very uneasy feeling. Um, still, like uh, the entire month of March, because I just know it's coming. It's like the quiet before the storm. I just I know. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Life could be way worse. Uh, but um, the winters that we have off, we certainly earn them during the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, oh, you guys are hustling. Yeah, we're hustling and the stress and the lack of sleep and, you know, the poor dieting. And, uh, you know, just uh, you, you sacrifice everything in order for the job. For me, you know, especially uh, uh, the, the other guys, I, I try to make sure that they live somewhat normal lives during the summer, even mm-hmm. though it's uh, our, our busy season. But uh, I still haven't been able to shake that off. Amped up part, uh, I'll get amped up to, you know, I like 
when something's accomplished. Like by the at the end of April, we're in the middle of it. There's no turning back. We've accomplished that month, which is a fairly easy month, but nonetheless, uh, you know, that's I don't get amped up really before. Gotcha. It's more. Cool. It's I don't want to say dreadfulness because again, life could be a lot worse. But it's, it's, it's you know, kind of a storm is looming in a sense, right? Like I know it is. you know exactly what's coming because you've <laughs> yeah. been doing it. Right? I've been you doing know? it. I've witnessed it. Right? I know it's going to happen again and again yeah, and again. It just continues to repeat itself. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we're trying to fix that for all of us uh, and to, mm-hmm. for other categories too the, to make everything better um, with uh, the next kind of move we're, we're making, which might be another conversation. That's up to you, but. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's not going to be like that forever, we'll say. And I mm-hmm. mean well before retirement, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. It's a, yeah, a, sure. a place that I want to go for sure. Absolutely. But one of the things you just mentioned right then was you, you mentioned, yeah. you know, sleepless nights, not eating uh, well. And you see that across kind of every industry, you know, whatever it is, if you're yeah. in the tech space, if you're a builder, if you, yeah. you know, <laughs> you wait for the white gold snow to come and you plow all winter long, right? You, you get that. And, you know, with you, I know, you know if you've got your wife, you've got two little ones. I do. How do you balance kind of the work-life thing? Because and, and is there such thing? Or do you say, no, for these <laughs> six months, I'm not balancing this right now. And I apologize to your wife ahead of time for that she has to listen to this because mm-hmm. I'm sure she is. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give her uh, a tremendous amount of credit right now because <laughs> if it wasn't for her and the type of person she was and how understanding she was, uh, there's no way I would be able to balance anything uh, during the summer. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I want to say I do my best to make up for it during the winter. Uh, you know, the five months that we have off, we're not physically doing swimming pools, even though I'm, I'm still plenty busy in the office and mm-hmm. unwinding one season and then cranking up the next season. Uh, but the winters, of course, are way uh, uh, less demanding. During the summer, though, it's 99% pools, 1% family and, and, and my own personal enjoyment. <laughs> you know, it sounds depressing, but, yeah. you know, and again, life could be worse. It's the way it rolls, right? It's just it. And it, you talk to any pool guy, any pool guy in New England, that's, that's seasonal. Down south, it's 12 months a year. It's like a regular job, but talk to any pool guy. They're going to say the exact same thing. They're going to have the same exact feelings. <laughs> yep. You know, they dread May and they love November, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, to, no, to answer your question, zero balance, which is, I know, very unhealthy. And it's probably the absolute wrong thing to do. But again, we're hopefully going to have that um, start to dwindle a little bit where there's going to be more balance. And because I can't do this forever, you know, it's already aged me probably, you know, <laughs> 20 years. And yeah, we've got great hairs. It works <laughs> out. Oh, yeah. Plenty good. of those. Yeah, they're coming. I see them. So with that, where do yeah. you... Where do you want to go? Do you want to just continue adding pools year after year? I mean, what's kind of your goal? What are you kind of hoping for? Because, again, when you're 20, you don't start out thinking, okay, this is going to be the rest of my life. And then all of a sudden you hit 30. And 30 and it's like, all right, I've got a sustainable business. This is how I'm growing. And then all of a sudden 40 starts coming up. And you start to say, okay, what do the next 20 years of my life kind of look like? And how can I set myself up for the future, right? So how are you kind of thinking about this with your business and kind of either growing, scaling back, whatever you're looking to do? Yeah. So uh, where we're headed now, uh, and we're about 90% done with it, uh, which has I've been working on it for the last couple of years, uh, is what we're planning on doing is franchising the company. Very cool. Yeah. So what um, I think... For a successful future for us, because uh, and, and, we can't keep going like this forever. You can't just keep growing and growing and growing. Well, eventually, eventually you, you run out of 
Everything, uh, of everything something. right? <laughs> Something's bound uh, to break. Possibly right? everything. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to run out of something that's a very key uh, ingredient to this formula <laughs> yeah. that we've got going. Um, you know, and and we've we've almost lost it a couple of days where you know uh, we've been holding on to it for uh, you know solid and strong for 17 years. But what I think the future of this company is going to be is uh, we're going to start to introduce more owners as opposed to more staff members, mm-hmm. more people involved that can be rewarded properly. Uh, more people involved that uh, have a stake in it that can uh, say, okay, if I work an extra hour, I'm going to be uh, compensated properly, as opposed to just an extra hour on the time clock. You just go ahead and that take mindset. it. Yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, franchising, legally especially, but uh, really the only answer uh, to get to that, that goal uh, one day is to franchise the company. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, similar to your McDonald's and your uh, Service Pro or yep. whoever's else yep. drive there. up and down Route One, right there here. There you right? go. You're going to see <laughs> how many different franchises right here, right? Yeah, so. a thousand, I bet. Yeah, uh, yeah within a couple miles. So, um, you know, basically, we're, we're going to take our concept that uh, over the last 17 years we've proven uh, successful, uh, and take our concept uh, and you look at it in uh, being exercised in Franklin, Rhythm and Norfolk. Now, mm-hmm. why not take that? same exact um, uh, program, we'll call it, and go to the next set of towns over. Can you step repeat it, right? The exact same thing and say, okay, we're now moving to eventually the North Shore. Can we go down to the Cape? Can we keep going, growing from there? Phase one is Massachusetts, and Mm -hmm. we have 33 developed territories. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not all of them are for sale, but the majority of those 33 territories in just the state of Massachusetts is going to be phase one. Now, we're not going to wait till we, when or if we sell all of them, we're going to see if, okay, is there, uh, can we prove that this could be successful? Do we have anything here? And we're mm-hmm. going to use Massachusetts as the guinea pig. Yep. Uh, once we start, and if we start to see um, some progress here, some success, then phase two is going to be Rhode Island and Connecticut. Uh, we're going to spread out to uh, the you know, southern uh, New England. Uh, that would be phase two. And then if it's really starting to crank and Massachusetts is still continuing to sell and we're starting to see some uh, potential in Rhode Island and Connecticut, phase three, um, I'm not looking past the uh, you know a third phase here, but phase three is going to be stretched out into New York State. Gotcha. Um, which, oddly enough, is the fifth highest uh, state in the entire country with swimming pools. Um, it's the, the, you know, the, hmm. the most amount of swimming pools in a state. They're number five. You would think California, Texas, you know, Florida, which are yeah. states that have a lot of pools in them, but New York is number five. And is it's it very really? close to home here. It Interesting. is. Yep. Very close to home. So that's phase three, but that's many moons down the road. Mm-hmm. We're going to concentrate on phase one, just strictly Massachusetts. We, we aren't even legal um, uh, to sell franchises in another state. There's a whole other process. There's a process they have to go through every single state. Um, right now, we are, uh, not, again, 90% to the finish line of being able to have a product uh, finish that we can sell, uh, which is the completion of uh, you know, franchising the whole company. Awesome. And, um, yep, we're going to start in Massachusetts, and we're going to kick it off soon and see what happens. <laughs> so, you know, I, I asked the questions earlier yeah. about kind of letting go on purpose because yeah. there's the, the letting go when employees come on, but it's a different right. ball game when you start saying someone now has your name and they are technically an owner, right? Correct. So how, how is it, what's kind of goes through your mind when you kind of think of that? 
Luckily, how franchises work is that I can uh, pick and choose who gotcha. we're gonna. You know, it's almost they're a hybrid. A franchisee is a hybrid, a, a, a half owner, half employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like all employees, the manager, or the owner, gets to decide. Okay, yes, you're hired, or no, we're gonna look yep. for someone else. So. Uh, I don't have to say yes to everybody that is interested. <laughs> You're not in, walking you know. out like Oprah saying, you get a pool pals. You get a pool <laughs> pals, right? Yeah. Correct. There's screening done. There's, uh, you know, some meet and greets. There's, um, yeah. you know, uh, background checks. Uh, you know, these unsuspecting potential customers uh, of these franchisees will know that we did our homework to make sure that, hey, the owner-operator in your backyard is servicing your swimming pool um, has been validated, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. that they are exercising our policies, that they, uh, you know, it's not just a mom-and-pop, you know, pool company with a 20-year-old yeah. in, a, in the bag of a pickup truck with a pool That has a polo on and walking yeah. around. Yep. <laughs> like I was, you know, 17 years old, very naive, very ignorant. I'll be the first to admit it. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just very fortunate to have and very lucky to have those first 12 customers give this kid a chance. Mm-hmm. Um I won't now, you know, if there's going to be a new pool pals uh, in another territory, we get to skip all of that. Now Mm -hmm. they don't have to, you know, they'll learn from all my mistakes and uh, they'll know exactly what to do, when to do it and Mm -hmm. and have some guidelines. And then always have us for ongoing support. That's Mm -hmm. the whole point of a franchise. So whenever they have a question or a concern, like I had with Mike Besso, Becky's dad, who I told you about, Central Pools, um, he was basically... I was a franchisee when he was a franchise, and he didn't even know it. You didn't even <laughs> have didn't any sort of legal time. binding document no. that says it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that I made up to for you know made it up to him uh, at this point, um, but uh, back then, no, uh, you know, I, I was bothering him on the phone all day long. <laughs> you know, that, that's how yeah, I so, learned. But yeah. you're an eager kid. And he's and he saw something. Yeah. He yep. saw something. Yeah, which I'm very fortunate again um, uh, that uh, you know he did. So, um, you know, again, uh, we'll be there for continuous and in, in, in initial mm-hmm. support, all the training, uh, all, make sure he's got, they, they have all the equipment they're going to need, uh, make sure the truck is lettered the proper way and set up in the back the proper way. And, yep. here, you know, set you have them to meet separate, the, you know, certain criteria, right? You have yep. to hit these benchmarks and these, this is it. your 50 point checklist. We're going to yep. walk through each and every single one and make sure you're meeting them on a regular basis, right? Yes, sir. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And we're not going to make it that painful sounding, but yes, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be, uh, you know, it's very simple. Yeah. This is what you do. Cause if you don't trust me, I've lived through it. This is going to happen and yep. you don't want it to. And, and, and uh, you know, you, you just, just everything, every little aspect of this business is, is, is written down somewhere and it will be taught in this program. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's a 10 day course. We have a training, we built a, we're almost done with building the training facility, uh, in Franklin here. Awesome. Yeah. We've got That's a training really facility. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right next door to our shop that we run our current company out of. Gotcha. Uh, right next door is a, uh, we got the other unit. And we built a training facility with a pool inside of it and a classroom and, you know, several systems to learn on. Um, and uh, within 10 days, uh, we're going to be able to teach them if – I don't care if they even, they've never seen a swimming pool before. We're going to, in 10 days, teach them how to open it and close it and how to invoice a customer and how to schedule a customer and how to – you know, everything, every aspect of the business in general. That's uh, we'll awesome. We'll be able to teach them. Um, so yeah. uh, how yeah. is this – I mean – Obviously, you, you clean pools. You started managing yep. people to clean pools and open yep. pools and you know uh, update the plumbing and things of that nature. Yep. To 
something completely new, running a business yeah. in a different standpoint of creating this kind of training program, building out a facility like that. Sure. What's that like to kind of not, I guess, pivot the company a little bit, not pivot because you're still doing the exact same stuff, but y- yeah. your mindset to say, okay, now I'm going to, I've done this for X amount of years. The only way for it to grow is for kind of you to grow in a sense as an owner too, right? Oh, absolutely. To say, okay, I'm no longer, I'm obviously still going to be managing this, but now here's this other arm. Yeah. It, do people look at you funny when uh, you say this? Do, I mean, how's that go? How's that conversation go yeah. with you know th- your team, your wife, your parents, everybody? They say, yeah. what are you doing? Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I always have to. I feel like I always have to explain myself, right? Yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. I know exactly what you mean, and it is scary. I mean, and and you know, ten years from now, we could be sitting back at this table, and I could tell you it was an epic fail, and it, you yeah. know, I have no idea. Um, Isn't I'm, that kind of I'm the so, fun part, though? It's it kind of like end, it, it's yeah. it's scary as shit. Yeah. Oh but yeah. It's still kind of fun thinking, you know, we can go down in flames, but I'm going to be smiling when I do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know why? I know I'd always regret it if I didn't do it. And I think that would bother me 10 years from now more than failing. At least I'd try and I'm like, all right, you know, now I know. I have an answer. Okay, this there's a reason why there was never a swimming pool business who franchised in New England before. They there are other pool companies all across the country. Uh, there's a few that have franchise and they're very successful, which is another reason why I said, okay, let's do it. And the, the other reason why is because no one's tried it in New England yet. We'll be the original, the first. Uh, no one's tried a swimming pool service company franchising it and running it in New England. So that's pretty cool. And uh, that could be very bad or very good. Uh, the reason why that hasn't happened yet. Uh, we're going to find out. We're going to oh, find out. <laughs> the dancing awesome. question scary. It's scary, and I have to explain myself to everybody all the time. But um, once I kind of do, they say, oh, okay. I'm sure they, everyone still has their doubts. Uh, you know, I even do still. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember they all did 17 years ago when I you're doing what during the college year? So you're going to go back in pools? Okay. You're, 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 yeah. you're quitting college to go do this? I don't know. That was I'm a whole sure. other conversation. I'm sure that oh, yeah. people had to. Think you were crazy, right? They, they did, and I, you know, I was just like, you know, I, 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 somebody told me that. Yes, it is crazy, but in my shoes, looking at it, I'm like, all right, I, I can't do both. You know, I was, you know, I can't do both, and I was like, I got to make a decision. You know, and I decided to stick with the pool pals. Awesome, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, let's talk kind of general entrepreneurship, sure, small business please. owner, in a sense. Yeah. What, what, what kind of tips, advice do you have? What kind of one nugget, if you will, for, for someone that's kind of getting rolling, yep. regardless of the business they're in? What, what, what kind of advice do you give if someone calls you up? The the next Matt Curry calls you yep. up and says, yep. hey, Mr. Pesso, I've got a question for you. Yeah, right. right? Well, uh, what, what, what advice do you kind of get half of folks? Good question. My my nephew's actually uh, uh, four or five years into his landscape company, and um, he started very young as well. If you are able to, which I was blessed to be able to, uh, when I first started it, I had no wife, I had no mortgage, I had no kids. It was just me living in my mom's basement. I you know, didn't have any overhead, really. Uh, I put absolutely everything second. And if you really want to give it all you can and you think you have something that can really become something, uh, if you can be a, an extreme success, you just got to very simply put everything second. Uh, you know, where you'd want to go meet your buddy for a beer instead of sitting down and doing an hour of invoices, you got to pick the hour of invoices. I know it sounds horrible and it doesn't sound like a very fun, eventful life, but um, 
that's my story. That's what I did. Everything was second. Um, and during the summers, uh, you know, obviously if my kid was hurt, I'd go help him before I go clean a pool. But um, very little, uh, you know, enjoyment, we'll say, when you know you're not supposed to be doing it. Don't procrastinate. Just go get it done uh, is the best advice I can tell anybody. Uh, just... You know what you got to do. You got to have to eventually do it. Just go get it done, because customers love that more than anything. That's okay. With That's that, huge. <laughs> talk about that yeah. because you yep. ser- you service pools. Yep. But you service customers first, of right? I mean, that's the the one thing that I can think about with you you guys yeah. in particular is, yeah. you know, I, I've seen it with my pool firsthand, yep. obviously. But you know, I, I know one of the guys that's always at the house. Right. But <laughs> either way you're still dealing with customers. You're not dealing with pools. How important right. is it to kind of remember that, that regardless of what business it is, I don't care if, again, going back to if you're a builder, you're a painter, you're a landscaper, yep. yes, you might be mowing their lawn, you might yep. be painting their walls, but you were dealing with the customer first, right? You're a thousand percent correct. A good way to put it. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's um, especially nowadays where everything's instant. You have a question, you go on Google, 30 seconds, okay, you got what you wanted. Uh, it's starting to creep into the service world drastically where if you don't call them back right away or you're an hour late or you have to wait how long until you open the pool, people don't want to uh, hear that. They don't want to experience it. And there's no way you're going to beat them. There's no way you're going to convince them not to feel that way. And there's no way you're going to be able to fight them because you'll just lose them. So the only way that you could thrive uh, or even some of these guys um, survive is you 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 got to be uh, aware of that, and you need to come up with a solution for it because it's not like it was 50 years ago where you know you left a voicemail on somebody's voice answer machine and they'd call you back a couple of days later and you know they'd come back and fix the hot water heater. It was accepted. That was the only way. But now with a text, an email, uh, you know, it, it, everything's immediate now. So you, you just you gotta you gotta accept it and just gotta you gotta kind of evolve with it. And that's, that makes people very, very happy because there are so many people, which boggles my mind, that don't think of it that way. They'll still call them back a couple of days later or never show up when they said they were going to. Uh, you know, it's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, constantly you'll hear people say, I can't even get a call back from this person. I can't even get a call back from them. Uh, they don't even know what I want yet. I just can't even get a phone call back. Um, and I get it. You know, when you're busy, I mean, you just so you stuff happens. You, stuff you, you happens. lose yeah. track of stuff sometimes. It happens. But when you're doing it the majority of the time and not, uh, you know, it's just and it takes effort. It takes time. It takes coordination. Uh, you know, you got to I remember why I would I would go to a pool and there would be zero wasted time and effort because right when I got in the truck driving to my next pool is when I'd bang out a few phone calls yep. that just called 20 minutes prior. Uh, go bang out that pool, and then there was never anything. You know, if I'm clocked in, it's, it's <laughs> you're work not time. turning on the radio to the next job and listening. And on my bad days, I was doing that. Absolutely, <laughs> on my bad days. Uh, yeah, some days you just don't have it yeah. in you. But the majority of the time, uh, it was uh, it was business. It was work. It was I. You know, do not want to disappoint these people. I want them to uh, you know experience the best I can offer, uh, and just to be aware that it's all evolving. And you got to evolve with it or you're not going to survive. 
simple as that. <laughs> that's awesome. It really is. That's yeah. awesome. That's just awesome. Right, I think that's a good way to kind of wrap it up. Dude. I like just it. That. That's All right, good. <laughs> so w- w- with that, yeah. last question for you. Cool. Yeah. Folks want to learn about Pool Pals. They want to you know, yeah. reach out to you, talk to you, learn about the business or anything like that. Where yeah. should they do it? Poolpals.co. Uh, not com, but co. The, mm-hmm. There was a guy that owns poolpals.com and he was asking $80,000 for it. So <laughs> I no took how, the letter M off. And know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, uh, like 80 grand, maybe someday. But uh, yeah, poolpals.co or poolpalsinc.com. We have that one. Uh, but our website, um, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this website. And every, almost every question that you could ever think of, whether you're a customer or uh, you're interested in franchising, uh, is going to be right there. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, and nowadays with everything, it's the website. Awesome. <laughs> it's where, it's where to go. Great stuff, man. I appreciate right, cool. it very much. He is Matt. I'm Tyler. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You'll see us next time. Uh,